Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, flying solo. <sighs> Let me tell you a little story. Once upon a time, there was a Golden State Warriors basketball team that looked good for most of the game, built up a 21-point lead, and with 9 minutes, 59 seconds left in the game, they were up. 93 to 74 over the lesser Dallas Mavericks. And then everything just kind of stopped. And they lost 107 101 to that same Dallas Mavericks team. I had a whole list of things I was going to talk about that I noticed during this game. Some good stuff, mostly good stuff, and some bad things, some questionable things here and there. But I just crumpled that sheet of paper up and threw it out the window because this game is just too (laughs) discouraging and frustrating. When you're up by 19 with 10 minutes left, yes, the NBA is full of NBA players. Yes, the NBA is a game of runs. Anything can happen, especially in this age of three-point barrages, but If you are the Golden State Warriors, if you are in your 22nd to last game of the season ramping up, this should not happen. You know what I'm saying? And yes, the game just ended and I'm a little riled up, maybe a little irritated, but just hear me out. I remember a few years ago, several years ago, probably maybe during the first finals run or maybe during the 73 win season you guys may have seen there was like this video about Stephen Curry and like they had all these people talking about him may have been like an old coach or a trainer talking about how Steph has championship habits quote-unquote championship habits and it's fine it's true you know he does he's he deserves all that but when I think of that phrase and I look at this team I question it you know yes they didn't have Draymond. Yes, they didn't have Clay. But hey, without those guys, they built up a 20-point lead. And they should have held it. Bottom line, there were combinations in the second unit that weren't working. But no matter what, you have Steph Curry. You should be able to hold on to that lead regardless. You know? Break glass in case of emergency and... Just let him do his thing. Let him hunt his shot a little bit, especially when no one else is hitting anything. I mean, you had Jordan Poole out there who ended up 0 for 7, 0 for 4 from three, four points. He did not look very aggressive. He did not look like he was really doing much, you know? And earlier in the season, there were games where he and Wiggins were playing and they seemed to have a nice chemistry. The lineups with those two guys, minus Steph, just looked bad, you know? And I get it. I get it. Like, do you expect your team to just fall apart like that? No. When the lead dwindled down to 12, I believe Kerr took a timeout. But they just couldn't get stuff going. And, you know, these rotations and, you know, I was chatting with, I was texting Aram in Toronto and he... (laughs) was <laughs> going off on Kerr being such an ideologue 
and sticking to his system no matter what. And, you know, I'm a big Kerr fan, but sometimes you got to loosen the reins a little bit, right? When you sense it slipping. And by the time Steph tried to hunt his shot, the Warriors were losing already. It was too late. It's just one game, you know, take a step back. It's just one game. But what I'm talking about with those quote unquote championship habits or whatever you want to call them is these trends, right? Sometimes they will get up and let the rope slip. When I was texting Aram with maybe a four or five, six point lead, I was like, yo, this is a game that I used to say that the Warriors should and will win, but we've seen too many times this year that they have this knack of letting the rope slip and coughing up a game that should be theirs, right? Again, I'm just stating what I've observed for this whole season and the sky isn't falling. You know, we get Draymond, we get Wiseman, we get Clay within hopefully a month, I suppose. But these are things to keep an eye on. Yes, magically, you know, Draymond can prevent all this from happening. Like he will tell Kerr what he thinks. He will light fires under other dudes' asses and he will not let them falter. He will force them to close games. But as it stands, this is a very, very bad loss. And hopefully they don't have several of these until Draymond comes back. But it's just a trend. You know, it's just a non-championship habit, if you know what I mean. And you kind of had hoped that they left these kinds of games, which they've had a lot in 2022, that they would have left them behind with the All-Star break. But I guess they haven't, you know, they haven't. And Draymond solves a lot of things, but these are just some issues that could come back to bite them if Draymond has any setbacks. I mean, we've already known that if they don't have Draymond, they're not sniffing a title, but these are the reasons why. This is the team that you'll see if they don't have Draymond, a team that can get hot, but can also let the rope slip very, very quickly and very, very drastically. It stings now. When I wake up in the morning, I'll feel better. <laughs> but it was great. You know, they started off strong. They looked like a team that had an extra few days off after one game since the All-Star break. And I was like, okay, they're clicking. They're clicking. They look great. You know, everybody looked like they were motivated. Everybody looked engaged. You started feeling the depth because a lot of dudes were contributing, you know, up and down. But it just sputtered. And I mean, some of those lineups, I get it. You didn't have clay, but like some of those lineups just were iffy at best. Anytime I saw Damian Lee out there, to be honest, as much as I like that dude in general, he's been rough. He's been rough for the last few months, you know, and seeing him out there with the Warriors behind, I was like, this, this is over. You know, if this is what they're going to roll out there, it ain't happening. And the worst part was a huge chunk, if not nearly all of that lead was coughed up with Luka Doncic on the bench. And once the Mavericks had a lead with Luka in the game, I was like, he's not going to let them lose this one. He's going to put this one away. And he did. He did at the free throw line. So, bleh. 
Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over, minimum age and local requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. The Warriors wasted a solid floor game from Steph, you know? He had 10 assists, only shot 11 for 25, 3 for 10 from 3. He had 27 points, but Steph's been running point, like for real, for a while. You know, we're used to Seeing like when the Warriors inbound after a made basket, he'll pass it to a handful of dudes. They'll pass it to Steph, Draymond, Wiggins, Clay. Obviously, two of those guys weren't out there, but exclusively, it seems like they're inbounding the ball to Steph to run the offense and get people involved. And it felt like he was doing a pretty good job. They wasted a good game from Kevon Looney. He was four for five, 10 boards. Wiggins started off slow, but you know he ended up seven for 16, 18 points. Didn't shoot particularly well from three, two of six, and he was two of five from the free throw line. Kevon Looney was over three from the free throw line. When they missed those, I winced because it was earlier in the game when it seemed like the Warriors had control. And I was like, there's no way these free throws could go back to haunt them, could they? But whatever. I just hope that when a game really matters in the playoffs, that it does not come down to Andrew Wiggins or Kevon Looney free throws. Love those guys for what they can do and what they bring, but their free throw percentages, especially Wiggins, man, I just, I've said this before, hovering around 67%, just inexcusable, you know? Gary Payton had a good game. He was six for 11, only one for five from three, but he was a guy who was working on defense and making almost everything around the basket. So that dude was valuable. I don't know. I could go on and on, but bottom line is this game was frustrating. There's no excuse for them to have lost this one. And with the Phoenix Suns losing earlier in the day, it makes it burn even more, right? They came back from the all-star break, six and a half back. They could have trimmed it down to five, which would have been amazing considering it would be only two games into this part of the season. If you're down five with 21 games left, it's still rough, but there's a chance, especially with Chris Paul out for six to eight weeks. But who knows? Who knows? I'm not really focused too much on that, but it's really tough to see an opportunity wasted, bottom line. So officially, the Warriors are six games behind the Suns and only one and a half in front of the Grizzlies. That's the other big one, right? You got to keep pace with those kids. Yes, I've said before, ultimately, 
those things matter less than health overall. But if you have a chance to improve in the standings, you'll be kicking yourself if you don't. We'll see how it goes from here. On Tuesday, they go to Minnesota, play the very young and talented upstart Timberwolves. Then they get the same Mavericks in Dallas on Thursday. So we'll see if they can reverse this game, flip it over, and learn something from it. Because these are the games you hate to lose. Like, just hate it. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. That is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick Epino, E-P-I-N-O, or at Oakland Warriors. Check us out at OaklandWarriors.com. And be sure to check out our new YouTube channel. You can listen to these episodes on your regular platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, whatever. But I'm also posting these on YouTube just to give another option for people to listen to. Check it out and get a chance. So that link is in the show notes. So please do check it out and subscribe. The Oakland Warriors Podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and say nice stuff about the show in a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be hugely helpful and appreciated. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time.